Okay, last week whenever I called out Zach for using the wrong clip uh, for the top 10 episode, I forgot to switch the mic back uh, to the boom mic, and this whole next episode, my mic is going to be, uh, my audio is going to be a little bit wonky, because uh, I was recording on the Zoom that was not facing my face. We here at Two Thumbs Undecided are very raw, uh, and we do it basically live um, with very little turnaround, so uh, you're going to have to enjoy, but uh, shitty audio for a shitty beginning of the year. Thanks for listening in 2020, uh, and here's to 2021. Sam, we're back. We're back from the year 2020. We're here. We're finally, we finally made it to 2021. So, um, for anybody who's listening, uh, we're recording this on uh, uh, January 4th. Uh, Life is good. Um, nothing crazy has happened, nothing's been stormed, nothing, uh, uh, democracy is still intact. Uh, how are you feeling, Sam? I'm excited for the fifth. I yeah, mean, oh my I'm goodness. Just, number five, I'm excited for a peaceful transfer of power. It looks like, um, things are finally looking up. Yeah. Um, Although I don't think the um, the Democrats will take Georgia, I feel like the Republicans will win. Yeah, I'm I'm that. feeling I'm I'm feeling quite down. It's it's a good thing that we're recording this on January fourth. Yeah, I don't think the here's my prediction of what's going to happen on the fifth and the sixth. Um, the Republicans are going to win, uh, and uh, the transfer of power is going to be really boring. Oh wait a sec, I I see. There's a Sorry, there's a cat stuck in a tree. We might have to record this later. Oh, hey, um, yeah, yeah. And I also, I see a bunch of birds fighting uh, f- fighting outside. Um, let's, how about let's just... Wait, why does that... Well, I, I, why does it affect you? I'm trying to save the cats. Are you going to go save the birds? No, I just want to uh, cheer them on. I want to be like, yeah, go bluebird, go <laughs> go redbird, go I, I, like fight a, each a, other. Team. Yeah, I mean, they're really going oh, you at just, it. You just want to see them fight yeah i want to see them interesting well, yeah. we'll talk about that um that idea of blue and red birds fighting uh a little <laughs> bit later i guess whenever we, well, uh, i didn't even we think about to... that yeah so um let's just uh let's come back are you free the eighth yeah i'm free the uh, the eighth okay uh talk to you then all right uh go blue all right, bird cool all right cat come here um, wow um just uh wow just to catch you up i saved the cat um, but the owner got pretty pissed off at me. I um, um the uh the blue and red birds. <laughs> okay, so it was really weird. Um, the blue bird actually, what was happening is the red bird was uh trying to attack the blue bird's home and ruin its its house, its uh capital, if you will. Uh, and um. Wait, the blue bird was attacking the red bird? No, no, the red bird was attacking the blue bird's house. It was uh it was taking it over, sieging it, if you will. And uh the blue bird eventually attacked it off. Uh but the blue bird was very sad and it seemed like a very tragic day for the for the blue bird. Um 
So, wow. Anyways, I, good thing we're recording this on the 6th, um, the day after the last one. Oh, really? Um, uh, I, I know we talked about this. And, right. And uh, we said the 8th originally, but maybe we should record this on the 8th, because uh, the cat just got back up there again, is now in the tree again, and I'm going to have to do something about this. Okay. So let's officially do this on the 8th. Yeah. This time, for sure. And I have to consult the, the bluebird, so let's just be, let's get back. On the 8th. Okay. All right, let's do, let's, the 8th. This time for real, okay? Okay. Hey well, somehow we got Whoa. into a time machine, and somehow... <laughs> Called sleeping? What? No, no, I mean, it, we're back in, back in time, the January <laughs> 2nd. Um, what a time to be alive. Yeah. I mean, I oh feel my like... goodness. This is crazy, like... I saw those two birds fight and I was so excited to see who's going to win the election officially. Like, but yeah, we took that time machine to January 2nd. This is, um, Sam, I really want to try to record this on January 8th. Can we please, can we please get in that time machine? All right, let's okay. go back. I mean, Oh no, I, I said back. Okay, folks. Now, now we're here on January 20th, 2016. This is not good. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that guy. Everyone's listening to uh, Frank Ocean hasn't dropped Blonde yet. Oh my goodness! That's what you're talking about. Moonlight. Moonlight hasn't come out yet. Elon Musk hasn't made any dumb tweets about flamethrowers or zombies yet, <laughs> which radically changes my life. <laughs> so. Well, wasn't that what? You liked about Elon Musk? No, that's what I... Yeah, exactly. I was like, wow, Elon Musk... Oh, I see, I see. For the yeah. viewers at home, uh, for the better part of four years, I've been making a uh, Elon Musk uh, cartoon. Well, not yet. It's 2016. Well, yeah, no, I know. But, like, we're from 2020. But in 2016, yeah, I was just getting out of college. I was hopeful for the world. I was very ambitious at my job. Um, and yeah. I was in... Um, I was in... <laughs> At this time, good thing I, we're in America because I was in 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 uh, Prague. You were in at the Prague. Time, Wait, you were in Prague when when abroad Donald T uh, became uh, big P was elected. Yeah, when he was elected, Whoa. he became the big P. That would be great if they if the next big P <laughs> of the United States. So good thing we're here because I won't have to run into myself and cause some kind of rift in time space. Um, you know, all this time like, traveling is kind of taking up uh, our film news. Yeah, then there's also way too many people happy about Game of Thrones right now. So I'm gonna. I oh, think we should get fools. to a more uh, present time. So let's let's just go back to the eighth. All right, let's. That was what we. Which were is actually on. our future, by the way, because yeah. we came from the sixth. True. All right. All right. Cool. We're going to the eighth. All right, we're in the eighth. All right, I just picked up a paper. Uh, Democracy was attacked by those crazy uh, Trump ah. supporters. Yeah, that's it's kind of interesting. Your whole bird analogy. analogy. I know it was like it was. You kind of predicted this in a way. I feel like people. Well, I mean, I didn't. It, the birds predicted it. I just True. saw it. And I, I always yeah. look at the birds. That's why I'm same so way that numb same to way it. that you look at birds whenever like they're flying away from something and you know like oh an earthquake or a national disaster is about to happen. Mm -hmm. The birds predicted the siege. That's what. So. Uh, yeah, I can tell the future a lot by these birds. Um, a lot yeah. of yeah, they um, they also tell me about stock market. But yeah, no, uh, uh, we're living in a time uh, when the uh, capital was sieged. 
um, by those uh, domestic terrorists <laughs> named uh, uh, Trump supporters. <laughs> that is. That's what they call themselves. They go, give me a D. They go, this is what they say. They go, Don't, I mean, you can call me crazy. You can call me kooky. But that's that my nip. My nip. My name is Trump. My nip is Trumpy. My name is Supporty. But that's not my nip. That is the rallying cry. Oh, my goodness. Things. They you can they call me crazy. They call me crazy. You can call <clears throat> me kooky. Um, who we are is we are two thumbs undecided. I know that for a fact. I've been doing this for four years. Thank you very much. Um. So wow, I just realized. So as long as I've been at working as a working stiff, I've been doing this podcast. Isn't that crazy? Um. But, is that true? Because we started this when I graduated, and you were already working, right? Yeah, but when we've I been doing... Oh, wait. Maybe season one and two were combined. That's what it was. Anyway. So, hello, everybody. We're not um, a, too surrealist of a, a podcast or radio show. We are a radio show, um, but we're a media radio show where we talk about movies and different things about movies and TV and internet. Really just the... Media ba- uh, media base. We're thinking about one day doing a music episode, um, but uh, we are not as straight down as a lot of say promotional podcasts. So we can go on tangents like I just did. Uh, but today we are going to talk about movies specifically, or just um, not. Actually, we're not talking about movies. I just realized we're talking about well, something. We kind of are. But we'll we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, there, yeah. So this is a a pretty intense time we're living in. What happened yesterday? Uh, uh, two days, ago, two days actually. ago, yeah. It feels like um, uh, five. Capital. Yeah. This is also our first episode of 2020, uh, or sorry, 2021. Wow, I remember 2020. You would say 2020, and that felt. There's always that weird time, like after the new year started, and you're like, wait. It's like that, you know, yeah. recalibration. I was labeling some photos, and I was about to send it off, but I labeled them as January 5th, 2020, and then I went, <laughs> no, 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 no. What a time. No, 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 no. Um, no. They also, um, other things that have been going on, um, we got back from, for people who are worried about us being in Pittsburgh for our last show, because we were together. Uh, no one got COVID. We were very safe. Officially do um, not have COVID. Isn't that great, everybody? I got a test immediately after. Um, I got back to New York and I was clean. Um, and yeah, I mean, this is a new year. We got plenty of things going on this year, I'm sure. A lot of the stuff um, we still have to figure out. Um, but I'm, it's going to be more... Of course, we're going to be doing interviews. We'll be going back into Deadly and Ishmael world, um, which we have so many tapes still. We have there's a, there's a lot really to. I think this is going to be, through, but in my opinion, Sam, I think this is going to be a good year for Two Thumbs Undecided for many reasons. Uh, one, I am moving to New York, uh, mm. so in April, April time. Uh, and I just feel like it, since you and I will be living together, we can plan and 
do like be more into this i think more make it more stable mm -hmm. and do a lot more interviews and yeah um i know that there's talk about things not being truly normal till you know dr fauci actually said things aren't going to be truly normal till like fall not fall uh spring of next year 2020 so I don't yeah. know what I mean, I don't know what the heck he's like, why he keeps pushing it back. It, you know what it's like? It's like that old adage of like uh, men aren't fully developed to like 25. Do you know how many times I've heard that got pushed back to like 28, 29? It's like, give wow, us a number. <laughs> but I, um, here's a little update in my life. I uh, actually just the other day, this is January 7th. I went out day. and took. Um, photos of people getting the Moderna vaccine mm. and scary enough, it was packed. <laughs> so people wear masks. Oh yeah. Oh, talk about being safe. Everybody was in gowns. They had in, okay. they had the NH uh, in and 95. Yeah. And I had, I didn't have one of those masks, but they gave me one of those face shields. Mm. Uh, so people are getting vaccines and not only mm -hmm. just people, but like, not normal. Sorry, but people within our age range, Sam, are getting it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been seeing a lot of people with, um, you know, people who are working in the, in the medical field who are getting them. Um, so what which I'm, is great. I mean, the once, first wave in New York is coming as well in um, that you can sign up and see if you're eligible for like the, the one. I forget what the ranking. is. Oh, you can you can sign up. I, I haven't even <laughs> yeah. seen a sign up thing yet. Yeah. But anyways, so things are good and horrible at the same time. Um, so let's briefly maybe talk about film news. Some kind of film new, um, film news. Um, Minari, uh, which is the new film uh, with Stephen Young, directed by Lee Isaac Chung. Um, it was nominated for Best Foreign Film uh, at the Golden Globes, which of course caused an outcry because it's an American director. Um, the American director, uh, Lee Isaac Chung, is, uh, is from Denver. Um, and just because it has, it's in uh, languages, Korean film makes it a foreign film, but it isn't a foreign film. So that obviously cried, uh, made an outcry, and hopefully they change it. Um... That's something that happened recently in the past two weeks. Um, I also saw there was something that's kind of fun that just happened, or I just found this. Um, there's a Swedish film festival called the Gothenburg Film Festival um, that is allowing one chosen winner to experience what the festival is calling the isolated cinema. I saw that. Um, it's a week-long event in like on an island, right? Yeah, and they get to watch 60 movies completely by themselves on an island <laughs> um, uh, alone. Very special for whoever that winner is, I'm sure. That's something that is pretty crazy. Because that's, I mean, that's also probably not going to It would be cool if they keep that existing. Um, but I don't know, you know. Um, is this something <clears throat> that, like, us American people can't sign up for? I mean, I mean the world hates us, but... so... Well, I think you, I don't know. I, I don't see why you 
if you buy the ticket, because you have to get the ticket to go to for this thing first, and then they choose. Um, but I don't know if they're gonna be paying for transportation. Maybe it's really just. It's always about for... transportation, isn't it? It's like, oh, yeah. you gotta like. Oh, I I remember like I went. Uh, we got accepted to Cannes. Oh no! W- wait, was it? We were ex- oh Sundance. We were accepted to Sundance, and we couldn't do it because and that's another Sundance gotta... this year is completely digital, um, and tickets are now actually up. You can actually there's a few promo codes going around that you can get fifty percent off of tickets. Um, we should probably look into that, by the way, Zach. Um, yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of things going on in the world outside of cinema. It's kind of hard to stay focused on what's happening in in, in film news today. I guess I don't know. Not a lot. I did. Yeah, except for the thing about the island. I haven't really seen a lot. So there you go. There's this there's this guy that's like on top of this roof that I'm looking at. <laughs> what is he doing? What? Look, he threw something off the roof. But it looked like a black piece of. I don't know. I think that's. I don't know what he's. It's like he's picking something up and throwing it down. But it's like small little things. I don't know. Anyways, um. So yeah, uh. So yeah, I'm all out of sorts today. I have to say, I've been up for the past few days till very late. Um. So let's 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 get into the topic. Right, because uh, this is a topic I have personally been affected by, so that's where I'm coming from. But Sam wanted to talk about it. It is you were public. Yeah, I mean, yeah, baby. Okay, so public domain is our topic for today, and it is a a a try and true thing Mm -hmm. that us filmmakers have to deal with. Uh, Take it away, Sam. Well, I'm curious of what, um, what, well, how have you been personally affected by it? Okay, well, <clears throat> a nice refresher for the 2021 crowd who are coming into this podcast. I am a medical videographer. I specifically do uh, videos, photos, podcasts, you name it, media-wise. I do it for the University of Pittsburgh, which is a mostly medical uh, school. So uh, when I'm taking photos and all that jazz or making putting together stuff, I sometimes don't have all the material to make a video. So I have to look up what is public domain. And public domain stuff is my bread and butter because these are the photos that allow me to tell a story but without having to pay anybody. Now, my boss time and time again has told me like we need to use like we the, it's better to use photos that we've paid for because if you pay for a photo they're usually better quality photos because the public domain stuff are always very rigidy and not that great well so, where do you look at i you know when I, well what i do is i go on google and then i okay. type in like you know can be used commercially Mm-hmm. All. like I, I do the the most intense yeah. search on yeah. it and weirdly enough the for most times if you do medical stuff it always comes up uh military so if i type mm-hmm. in surgery or getting a shot or 
doctor. It's always a doctor talking to like a military person, which is very interesting. Mm-hmm. And I, that's not the demographic that we're going for <laughs> is military. Mm-hmm. It's kind of specific. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to that extent, public domain has been a terror on my life. And actually, yeah, I've, you know, never mind. I don't want to implicate myself. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, public domain is, um, I wanted to talk about this uh, because we'll get into like more specifics of why public domain is good a little later. But um, public domain uh, is a way to, you know, build upon things that uh, have is now just it's like something is now free to use to the public. And there's something very exciting about that. And it's not just like things that are very old. There's ways to actually um, create things to be used in the public domain. And I, as a creative, um, have used a lot of websites uh, that have these public domain uh, music. In fact, the music that we begin this radio show with is a public domain because but once again the artist oh never mind go the on. artist um well this was it was made at a time that they weren't there wasn't really as much restrictions on intellectual property and also the recording of that um was made for public domain um so they you could use it um and here's the the the, the definition of public domain is something that can um is the things that are not protected by intellectual property. Uh, and this is something that is either the copyright has expired, the copyright owner failed to follow copyright renewal rules, um, the copyright owner deliberately placed it in the public domain known as a dedication to the public domain, um, or copyright law does not protect this type of work. And a lot of the public domain stuff is in the rules apply um, internationally um, because of the uh, Berne Commission in 1886, uh, which says, oh, which says that uh, basically 50 years after the work is made uh, for films, for anonymous work, or for artists' works such as photography and applied arts. Oh, that's actually 25 years after creation. Um, but it does give like a very specific after the thing is made, it's 50 years past uh, uh, the, the thing was created. Um, but that's the international rule. Um, and then in America, uh, the laws are much more complicated. And this is a whole entire um, this is a whole entire career is copyright law. <laughs> So I'm not gonna get into the. Didn't you get a class sp- in that? The copyright? yeah, I. I mean, this stuff kind of fascinates me because I did. I had a minor in entertainment business, so the school that I went to was much more focused on music copyright, um, which is kind of intricate because there's two different copyrights. There's the C copyright, which is just copyright, and that's copyright on the written material. So, like for music. If someone writes a song or writes, like the, the writer gets a copyright. Um, and then there's also a copyright on the actual recording, which is the P copyright. And the P stands for phonograph. Um, 
And uh, that is the the copyright on the actual um, the actual recording. So for like if so like here's for instance. So here's some things that and here's some things that came into the public domain uh, recently. Um, do. So here's some music that came into the public domain. So all always by Irving Berlin just came into the public domain. That recording, you can record that. You can do whatever you want with that song, and there'll be no frictions. You can do whatever you want. You can sell it. You can make money off of this song. But if there was a recording of that song from like the '80s, you cannot take that recording and then use that recording to make money or something like that, because the recording has its own copyright. But that wasn't a law until the 70s. So like the 60s and the 70s, there was all of these gray areas in which uh, you don't really know if it's copyrighted or not. I mean, it's good to just assume that things are copyrighted, um, but... I mean, there's 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 a few websites that I found that um, gave very specific information of how you know when things are copyrighted or not. But um, but yeah, but uh, so basically, this copyrights start uh, become open to the public January first of the year. So if someone is uh. So if if something was created in January 7th of 20 or 1925 it doesn't become in public domain January uh 7th of 2021 it becomes public domain the beginning of the next year so that's why I wanted to do this episode as the first episode of 2020 because this is when all of these things start to become public domain. So, for example, one of the things that are coming into uh, public domain uh, slightly famously on uh, social media is uh, The Great Gatsby is becoming yeah. public domain. And for some reason, they're saying that once it becomes public domain, it needs to have a Muppets <laughs> revitalization. So they're hoping to do... People are saying that? Yeah, they're like, That's funny. we need to do a Muppets Great Gatsby. Like I've seen this several that, times. That would be a great. Um, I mean, it would it would make you know what would it be? I could see it now. Kermit would be Nick. Um, Miss Piggy would be Daisy, right? She's the one who. Yeah. Is Daisy the one who is like the woman who is? Uh, She's Carrie Mulligan in the newest one. Okay, and then who would be? Great Gatsby. Who would be Jay Gatsby, as it were? I'm trying Probably to... the oh, it would be Gonzo. the guy with the curved nose. Gonzo, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gonzo would be Great Gatsby. <laughs> no, it would be Kermit. Would be Gatsby. No, I think Kermit no. Would be Gatsby. I, I, I just, I feel like Kermit's the one that everyone's like. Yeah, you're right. Looks up to. I don't. Okay, maybe you're no. Oh, you know what, Sam? You're right because Gonzo and his pal, the rat. I forget his name. They always are the narrators in these um these shows. So Gonzo uh-huh. would be Nick, who is also Gonzo is a little bit more depressed. Like Gonzo is a little bit. That's why I was uh, thinking he should be Jay Gatsby. But uh-huh. I know I I totally agreed. Yeah, uh, Kermit's definitely Jay Gatsby. Um, 
oh, man, now that I'm envisioning this, this is this is fantastic. But how would they get away with the, you know, the murder at the end? That's kind of not child friendly. You can always do it in a funny way. I mean, <laughs> I feel like people puppets they do it. They she, have she, fake funny deaths. Yeah, like oh, she moved to Albuquerque <laughs> or some. I don't know something like. I found this. Um, there's this thing I follow on Twitter, and we might have actually talked about this, but it's called um, n- No Context Violence. I'm and, I uh, follow that. Or Two Thumbs Undecided follows that. It's so funny because there's one where this guy put his head in a um, <laughs> in a uh, a laundry, like uh, one of those, a washer, and his head just immediately rips off. <laughs> what? Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, hold on. Like the guy's head, you saw a guy get decapitated? No, this was a, sorry, this was a movie. Oh. So this was like a, you know, I didn't <laughs> I was about to say, I'm Although, like, oh no. I have, you have if seen we want to completely get off topic, I have I, seen, during my I've seen days as a, well, during my days as a um, intern for the Voice of America, we did a lot of research on Boko Haram, uh, and Harambe. I did see a man decapitated i remember yeah that's uh um but no this was a um uh this was a a movie this was like a cheesy 80s thing where this guy puts and it's just so funny because it's just he puts his head in and immediately his head just flies off but um which obviously would not happen um anyways back on the topic of public domain um and I guess that kind of, that's an interesting point, because what, so it's like, so that, so the, like, that, that known context violence thing, you can, that, that, if you, if you sold that clip, and you made money off of that clip, you would be in violation. And in fact, any time that you, you write something down, it instantly becomes copyrighted. So what a lot of people do... Is that true? I thought they, you had to mail it yeah. to yourself. Okay, so that's... They do that because they want to have an official, um, like a government official date that they can point to. And they'd be like, this is when I wrote this down and the government, you know, signed it. Which doesn't really work all the time. Um, I mean, I guess it's probably better than not doing anything um but it costs like 20 bucks to get something copyrighted by the actual copyright uh got like part of the government that's in charge of copywriting um and it's really not that hard to do so but if you if you have proof that like hey i wrote this down at this time you can you can get people to stop doing something you can get people to stop taking in your work and the law is as soon as you write something down it is copyrighted um but you won't have the same ramifications like you won't be able to get compensation for people stealing your work you won't maybe you won't even be able to stop the people from stealing your work so it is probably like a better idea to um write it to to just get it copyrighted um but in regards to like those little gifts and things like that like when does it become uh, when can you just, like, use something? Uh, and that's what I think is, is kind of interesting about this internet age, is a lot of this stuff is 
it's 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 a little bit more of a gray area. Um, but like Twitter, I guess like no one's making money off of this. So we're not saying that you can't use stuff that's not in the public domain. Um, but when we talk about the public domain, we're talking about you can actually make money off of selling these works. Like I can sell a Great Gatsby book. Uh, I can make a Great Gatsby book, make the type, like make the cover of it and like make it and sell it. And it would be completely legal for me to do that. Like I can make a Great Gatsby book and have the cover be, uh, I don't know, like an, another art piece from another public domain image. And I can have that be the cover and sell it. And that's completely legal. And there's something kind of thrilling about that to me. I don't know. Um, what do you think, Zach? Well, I was Tell wondering, what are what are some other things that are coming into public domain? Because as a, as a young, once again, my experience with the public domain is my, my ever-ending frustration with with not being able do you know how many times you know as all video people know they want to play their favorite music right but music costs money so i uh, i don't have that money or the lawyers to talk to their lawyers about it or know how to re- you know that's another thing sam is sam you and i have been trying for years to get the rights to um la homie runs pizza time Long run yes and yes. we, we have failed at every corner. Although we did... Huh? <laughs> we're not entirely certain. See, that's the thing. is like There is so many gray areas when it comes to your rights of owning uh, music of any type of art. Um, and there's a... Uh, and also, when we talk about public domain... The, People, I think, sometimes get confused between creative commons and public domain. Public domain is is things that are completely, like, if something's in the public domain, you can do whatever you want with it. Whatever the if, hell you want. Wait, what is, huh? Oh, if it's in if, public domain, yeah. If it's in public domain, you can do whatever you want with it. It is, it is basically a tool. It is, you can use it as, um, you can use The Great Gatsby and you can do any kind of adaptation you want of it. Um, whereas if something's in the creative commons, it is much more, and it is much more um, varied of what you can do with it. Um, a lot of things in the creative commons, you need to have some sort of attribution, like you need to attribute somebody, um, some creative com. like there, there's a, there's a lot of levels of, and you were talking kind of about that with, with Google, um, that's part of like the kind of creative commons classification of like what you can do with certain artworks. And, um, a lot of the stuff in the creative commons is, it is, it is voluntary. Like you say, like you create something and you're like, this is something that should be used that anyone can use in their mixes. If someone wants to remix this into something, but I don't want them to make money from it and they have to attribute me. Or it's like, okay, they can make money from it, but they have to attribute me. So, like, there's all these classifications. Um, We actually haven't even talked about (laughs) when something comes out of the public. When does something come out of the public domain? Um, Do you know the answer, Zach? Do you know? Um, I would say January 20th. No. Um, (laughs) Everything, everything, yeah. Everything January 20th 
everything is out of public domain. No, the the definition as of uh, seventy eight, because that's when the, the the current rule was put into place. Things made after seventy eight, it is the life of the artist who made it plus seventy years. Oh wow. So it is a very long time that things are in the public domain. That's beautiful. so like. I mean, no, that's not a beautiful thing. Yeah, things. I mean, before it is. 78, I don't know. Things before seventy. It's a little trickier because the law was you have to keep renewing every twenty-eight years your copyright, and some things didn't renew. For instance, there's a fifty song Rock and Robin. Which is public domain, actually. <laughs> Which, oh, you know, rock, really? rock, rock and Robin. Is, do, do, rock is there a is website that, um, that gives you all the public... There's not a clear website. I mean, if you, if you type in, like... There's not a website that you can be like, is this song in the public domain? But, I don't know, maybe you have to just do some digging. I didn't find anything that was very easy to navigate. Um, but Rock and Robin didn't renew. It was made in the 50s, and someone dropped the ball and didn't renew after 28 years. Um, so, but the, it, it, it's a gray area, so you just don't know, which is why a lot of things have a copyright symbol next to the, the name. And if you want to really use something, I suggest you make it your either own. Contact, the, contact the person that has the copyright symbol next to it, because uh, that's why they have it there. Because it wasn't until 1989, uh, up until 1989, everything needed to have a copyright symbol. But that is now not the case. You can make something, and if you have it copyrighted, you don't have to have the symbol. But people do it anyways, just so you know who to contact. Because um, you can get into very serious trouble <laughs> if you uh, use something that is copyrighted. Um, yes. But, so that is the that is the law. 70, 70 years plus the death of the artist. But the reason why so many things are coming into uh, copyright now is before the 60s, the law was 95 years after the thing was created. So things created in 1925, or sorry, 1926. No, sorry, 1925. Oh, wait, now I'm all mixed up. With you... All mixed up. Yeah, so okay. um, 25. Things coming out that came that were made in 1925 are now in the public domain because they were in the they were in copyrighted until uh, to the end of uh, 2020. Um, so some of the other things besides Great Gatsby that came out, which going back to your original question, um, is. If we're going with other books, Franz Kafka, The Trial, Finally. is now in the public domain. Uh, I know, right? Um, uh, what's some other things that I've um, I know about? Uh, Virginia Woolf's Ms. Uh, Dalloway, mm. Ernest Hemingway's In Our Time. Oh, um, Muppet, M- Muppet at I all? I mean, Muppet at all? One of the, the other thing, the the movie that I saw that I was most excited about that is now in the public domain is Harold Lloyd's The Freshman, um, <gasps> How would you... which which they should muppet that muppet um, to heck, Fr- the fresh is, muppet. I, 
I think that's very interesting, that movie, because it's kind of like one of the first... I mean, it's probably like one of the first films about college. This is the first college movie. First college party movie, you know? Um, from the 20s, from 25. Um, the original... Also, yes. Stella Dallas. <gasps> oh, I the, love that. The original one. The original one. Yes, you know, Greta Gerwig or like any other... Uh, Not that one. Oh, wait. Okay, yeah, they're all this. I'm pretty sure they're the same thing, just they remade it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the first one is public if, domain. If Greta Gerwig is maybe doing a role on like updating uh, movies about strong women. Uh, Stella Dallas with Muppets, of course. Miss Pig. Oh, my goodness. Miss Piggy would. D- oh, my goodness. Okay. If if our dear old mother is listening to this, get this. Stella Dallas is Miss Piggy. Her drunken best friend is uh, Fonzie Bear. Like, waka waka. You know, that guy. Kermit is her gentleman lover who birthed the, his, her daughter. Like, the you know, the upstanding guy. Um, Yeah, I could see a Muppet Stella Stellas. Yes. Good. Stella Stellas? Stella, Stella Dallas. Um... And, yeah, I mean, th- there's so many different, uh, what else is coming out? So, that, that those are some films. Music, um, oh, Always by Irving one. Berlin, as I said. Sweet Georgia Brown by uh, Benny Burney, uh, Mikhail Pinkert, and uh, Kenneth Casey. Um, Looking for a Boy by Ger- George and Ira Gershwin uh, from the music Tiptoes. Uh, and, um, wait, how does that go? Doesn't it go like this? I'm looking for a boy. That's it. It's gotta be um, a boy. <laughs> if you don't got a penis, you I mean, ain't it, in <laughs> my interest. I'm looking for a boy. I love that That's song. exactly. Um, I mean, you can just go down and find... There's works from Duke Ellington that's now in the public domain that you could just... You can use... In whatever you want. Um, but also, what happens? If you it's wanna... all. What happens? It's all of like Duke Ellington's like horrible stuff where he like keeps messing up. Like, now, now. Oh, sorry guys, uh, I've been really messing up recently. Uh... Hey, yeah, you can use that recording. You can use whatever from 1925. You so, can use anything from 1925 back. Are you about to say that 2021 is about to be a rapper's delight because rappers love um, sampling old songs? I mean, they should. They can do it. With, I mean, you can sample whatever if you get their permission. But um, yeah, they don't have to ask permission for anything. Yeah, there's twenty five back. I, I forget what it was. Uh, so there's a famous um, rap album uh, back in the eighties that did do exactly that. They sampled uh, songs from like the fifties and sixties, but they got into a heap of trouble because it was all copyrighted. Um, but the album itself apparently was like a pretty, they only did one album and this album is apparently famous, but, uh, well, you were, don't know the title. No, I do not. All right. Um, some other things that, uh, if you have any, like some, here's some websites that I use to find public domain music and to find public domain images. I love Muse Open. Muse Open is a great source for anyone that needs music for films, it, all of it's copyrighted for the reasons that I said. Um, music also has those 
to copyrights, like I said. So, like, there's a little bit... You can't just... Just because the song is old doesn't mean the recording is old. Um, so you have to be aware of that. There's also... You can use um, the Smithsonian or the uh, Library of Congress has a lot of images that are in the public domain. Um, and that's something that, like you were saying, you couldn't find stuff uh, on Google that was high-res. These two... Uh, the, the Library of Congress and Smithsonian, you can download extremely high-res photos. You can download, download TIFFs, which are like very uncompressed image quality, uh, image extension or files um, from these, these websites. So those are really great sources to find some public domain stuff. And, you know, now there's even more stuff coming in that's uh, that you can use. Um, I'm going to so, make a movie made out of all the clips and video or songs that will be coming into public domain. It would be interesting if you, cause if you find a silent film that no one knows about and you submit it to a film festival <laughs> and they, they didn't know. And you just change all the titles to be like by myself, by like uh, all this stuff. That's... You, and they were just like, this is crazy. Like you made a very old looking, you know, silent film. And it's kind of, and then it and then it gets nominated or it gets into the film festival. They, Thank you can you do everybody. that. Thank you. <laughs> um, that is actually a brilliant idea, Sam. Though I just thought of something. You know, uh, so take the idea of what Kung Pao did, the guy who did Kung Pao, where he took uh, like a foreign film, foreign karate film, uh, and just dubbed it. What happens you do that with like an old, old silent movie and just dub the whole thing? Just be like, hey, where are you walking to today? Oh, I'm just, you know, looking at this test tube. The only problem with that is they're not really moving their mouths that much. And when they are moving their mouths, it's a title card. So I guess you could probably change the whole entire movie well, that, by maybe that's what I'm talking about. title cards. It would have no. It would have to just be really quick because they they are doing oh, like I very see. grand gestures. They're like, look at that sun, like that, like I would. Mm-hmm. It, so it'd be very much like very quick. Very to the point, and honestly, it may be shorter because I would cut out all the time cards. That's yeah. a good idea. Everybody here, I don't know what constitutes a public domain for a radio show. Are we in public domain? Like me saying this, I'm putting, I am putting a copyright on this idea. So don't you dare steal this. Okay, this is a great idea. You can't, you can't put a, a copyright on an idea. By the way, ah, blast. But you can copyright you, you uh, it, whatever it. you what you create from copyrighted material. You can copyright that. So if you create something from a co- something in the public domain, you can copyright the thing that you created. Um, so, anyways, uh, that's I mean that's it really for copyright. It's a great you know the, the that is one good thing that happens at the beginning of each year is more stuff comes into public domain, more stuff to. To use for your art, to yeah. to modify, to put into music, to Whatever. use as key art for some podcast you're making. Whatever they're um, saying about 2021, come on, guys. Public domain. Public domain. And I think it would be interesting if each year we don't do a whole episode on public domain, but we talk about the beginning, the first episode, we talk about the things that are now. As a way to start the new year, you right? Know? So you're listening to this and be like, "Okay, this is what you can uh, rip off without getting in trouble," just like yeah. I'm going to do with that idea 
about the silent film that nobody should uh, do because it's a stupid idea. Yeah, don't do it. It's a mm. dumb idea, but I'm going to do it. So anyways, what movies have... We're getting a lot of people talking about. Sam Zach, we love hearing you talk about politics. Because <laughs> you are the substitute for Pod Save America, basically. Are you talking to um, me? I'm saying this is what people are saying on our boards. They're saying, oh. we love talking, hearing about you talk about politics and all this and time travel and stuff but we want to hear what movies you have watched this week because we're sitting at home alone we have no nothing to do we're all alone everyone's single everyone's itching for a a will to live i have been getting letters a lot from bosnia and from home about how Mm. like uh i I actually put a little bit of a like i told them the news uh the mailman or in lady um don't, uh, or just a male person, I guess. Okay, yeah, go um, on. Don't, uh, if, like, put the Bosnian male in, like, a special file, because it's like, it does, I can't fit it I, into the man. Like, there's too many stuff. They are just um, swarming in, but every letter is basically, it says with, like, thank you for giving me a will to live. Um, mm-hmm. Like, thank you. This was going to be, <laughs> actually, this is about to get dark. Uh, but right, we're saving so what lives movies have you watched? and we're making lives. Um, okay, we haven't been able to talk about it, but wait, I did... do you think? Sorry, do you think people are having sex during our show? Yes, very much so. Um, a doctor actually told me that my voice is that of the same cadence and tone that one uh, uses to uh, get someone in the mood. Um. But I'm like, unfortunately for me, because I'm straight, he said it's best used for getting a man uh, ready to be aroused. And Mm. so unfortunately, I'm not uh, I I do not try to attract men, but apparently uh, it is good to. uh, Yeah. So, ladies, if you want to get interesting, here's a little plug. Ladies, if you want to get your man uh, ready uh, for the sack, turn on two thumbs undecided. (laughs) Because Zach Ferguson's voice is just what gets them yeah, going. Yeah, let's start in 2021. Let's start, bow, let's start pitching this as bow, a um, as a sexy as a audio as a medium. way to what's what's the what's the word for like a fruit that turns you on a f- and an, and, af- and Afro- Afro- an aphrodisiac. Yeah, so two thumbs <laughs> on the side is an aphrodisiac. <laughs> Is the is the number one aphrodisiac is the of, number... uh, radio show for Bosnia? <laughs> I'm gonna tweet that. By the way, two All thumbs right. undecided is the <laughs> is the best Bosnian aphrodisiac uh, uh, audio medium. There's gonna be no context. People will not know what you're talking about. Well, I have. To... Anyways, yeah. um, oh, so, so a movie I watched recently. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I'm just gonna hijack this is um, Rebel Without a Cause. And, well, here's the thing. The first time I watched Rebel Without a Cause, I had that same feeling where I was like, what what is James Dean? What is his problem? He's so, like, like, sad. He's so cute. He's sad about nothing. There is, he has a fairly solid life. Um, Although, that's Sal, you know, like, Sal Manier? What's his name? The other... Sal, the, the actor Sal, uh, who plays Plato, uh, which is an interesting name 
for a um, for uh, a character in a movie. Um, he, oh, Sal Mineo. Mineo. Um, he, his character shot puppies. Like, his character, like, they bring him into the police station, and they said, why did you shoot at that litter of puppies? And he was like, I don't know. His character is really messed up. fascinating. Because, well, messed up, but also he's, his character, and this is off topic, obviously, but his character is actually um, gay. And they, like, James Dean and Sal and even the director, like, they couldn't outright say it because of the Hayes Code, and, like, you couldn't say a character was gay in the 50s. Um, but they were specifically trying to make it very obvious that Sal's character, uh, Pluto, had a crush on James Dean. And, like, just the way that he looks at him and, like, the way that he, like, wants to be around him all the time. I mean, it kind of, like, I feel like it can be interpreted as both he's, um, just very, he, like, needs a father figure, but it's also, in some ways, kind of, uh, it could also be interpreted as, as he loves James Dean's character. Oh, how I mean, you? it very much, I mean, it, I think, yeah, very much so. So the first time I watched it, I was kind of, I felt like how this is just, you know, white privileged. I mean, I guess, uh, like, yeah, James Dean is just like, he's just this, he's literally a rebel without a cause. He has no cause to be angry. And it's not the same, like, teens don't really have that same... It's not the same in public culture. Teens aren't really thought of as that way, of these mindless, reckless people. But it is a... Uh, it is an interesting look at the beginning of teenage culture. Because before the 50s, teens weren't given movies. They, they weren't talked about. It was either you were a child or you were an adult. There was no there really wasn't a target audience for teens until the fifties. So this movie was like the biggest, was probably the first huge movie about being a teenager ever in America. Um, and so it's kind of an interesting look historically at like this, 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 this mindset in some ways, like you can, I can kind of understand, I, I, I understood it a little bit better and I, I, I didn't hate it as much. Well, interesting. I've only seen it once, and it was in college, and I was perturbed by it. But the movie that I saw, um, <laughs> I mean, I think we're running out of time, honestly, uh, is I don't know if I mentioned it because we haven't really been doing these kind of podcasts. Uh, this is our first real one in a while. Is uh, I watched, Sam and I both watched the movie Used Cars by Robert Zemeckis. It's from 1980. This was his second feature film. It was produced by Steven Spielberg, written by Bob Gale and Ro uh, Robert Zemeckis, and stars a youngish uh, Kurt Russell and uh, Jack Warren, and I don't know the name of the woman who's in it, uh, but it's got the two guys who play Squiggy and I don't know the other guy's name, but it's 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 Michael McKean and the guy who plays Squiggy. He, they're both in it. And I found myself to love this movie. I I thought it was a good romp. It's silly. It is a little. It is dated. Uh, it is a little, little sexist. It's a little sex. Well, it is a little sexist. I don't know. They are, 
They're yeah. they're bad people. That I mean, they are sexist, but does that th- make the movie sexist? And in a way, I guess it is because uh, the bad the bad guys do not uh, learn their lessons at the end. But who knows? Maybe used cars too will uh, shine a light. Maybe the uh, his character is not much as much of a douchebag. But I was this is- I was la- I was laughing at a lot of the scenes. It's it's very. We watched it with Sam. I gave it to my dad as a, a movie for Christmas on Blu-ray, <laughs> and it was beautiful. I I thought it was. I mean, it was. I feel like it's a movie that is usually watched on like a VHS tape, but we watched it in like the highest def possible, and it just uh-huh. it looked really nice. That's another movie I've seen twice. Um, well, you stopped watching Used Cars the first time. Yeah, I didn't like it because well, oh. one, I kind of had to. I had to go somewhere, but also I just wasn't really into um, how women were depicted in the movie. One woman, okay, there was one woman who was funny. Oh, the call just failed. Um, But uh, Sam has decided to walk outside. Call just uh, failed. Zach just and watch used cars. Actually, Sam has left. He, He agrees with me. He thought used cars was great. And uh, he's gone off to go watch it. And uh, so I think that's the end of the show, everybody. Uh, thank you very much. And uh, we will oh, see you boy. next week. What what a great All right, well, uh, time we've had. I think um, that's it for today. Stay tuned next week. Uh, we have another director that we're going to be talking about. Um, watch our Instagram page to see who that is. Um, and uh, Zach, do your sign-off. Stay clean, Spider-Man. Boy, boy. 2021, will you think about me? I could wait a year, but I shouldn't wait three. Boy, I don't wanna be. Boy, Mm-mm-mm-mm. 2021, will you think about us? Copper goes green, steel beams go rust Boy, it's a matter of Boy Me. 